What is next for the A&M offense now that they're without Anaya Smith on this episode of the Locked On Aggies podcast? You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Aggies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Joey Ikes. Thanks so much for making Locked On Aggies your first listen. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Please do us a favor. Go find our YouTube channel at Locked On Aggies there. Give us a subscription and a like there as well. The A&M offense was dealt an extreme, almost indescribably heavy blow on Saturday night in the Southwest Classic against Arkansas. When in a freak accident play, the quarterback, Max Johnson, was running and was tackled into the leg of Anaya Smith, his most reliable, dependable offensive weapon as a receiver. And as a result, Anaya Smith suffered a fracture in his lower leg. And as reported by Billy Lucci of Texags, Anaya Smith is going to miss the remainder of the 2022 Texas A&M football season. And if you listen to our instant reaction show after the game, and if you haven't done that, I suggest you go do that as soon as you finish this one. We talked about how that injury looked very bad on the field. And the emotion following the injury and how long he was in the medical tent and what he looked like when he came out of the medical tent and, All those things were very ominous signs about what the 2022 future season held for Anaya Smith. And first of all, as I said that night, and I'll say it again now, I'm crushed for Anaya. He made a decision to come back to A&M for a senior season, a fourth season, that he didn't have to make. He could have gone to the NFL last year. He could be playing on Sundays right now. Instead, he chose to come back to AM to run it back one more time with this group of guys, try to do something special at AM as a leader. We've seen him act as that leader, as a mentor, especially to the two young wide receivers, Chris Marshall and Evan Stewart, in response to the mistake that they made the week prior right before the Miami game when they went out and broke curfew and wound up being suspended and things like that. He chose to come back to A&M and wound up with a pretty significant injury. Um, And I feel terrible for him. On the other hand, he will be or is supposed to be healthy in time for the the pre-draft process should he choose to NFL after the season? Um, he does have – he was in college during the COVID year, so he has the COVID exception to stay an extra year. And he could also choose to take a, a medical red, or a red shirt this year since he played in few enough games. Um, he could take a red shirt this year and come back next year if he chose. Um, he said, based on his conversation, he thinks he's 
wind up in the NFL next year. Um, I tend to agree with him. I don't see how, after suffering this sort of an injury, you could wait another year to go out and put yourself into the league. In terms of the A&M offense and what it looks like going forward, it's a really tough situation in, uh, in a time when they weren't playing the best offense anyway. And because of that, they were struggling to move the ball. They needed Anaya Smith to make an incredible play to convert a second and 30 to get them a first down on second down when they were 30 yards from the first down, and he gained 32 on one completion. Those are the types of plays he has been making for this A&M team this year. And in a time when A&M is struggling to move the ball consistently, to have one of their most consistent players go down for the season is really tough. Uh, They are lucky that they do have a lot of talent at the receiver position this year. We believe that they do. Um, We've seen Evan Stewart continue to develop, caught his first touchdown pass against Arkansas. We're going to need these young wide receivers to step up in a really, really big way for A&M to be able to succeed on offense. Um, Yul Keith Brown is going to have a really big expanded role in the slot now that Anaya Smith, who primarily played in the slot, is out. We've seen the things that Yul Keith Brown can do both down the field with his 63-yard touchdown reception against Sam Houston State, as well as what he can do underneath with a couple of the plays that he made against Arkansas this week. Um, It's going to be really important that he steps into that slot role and becomes a reliable option for Max Johnson to find whenever it feels like there's not a whole lot else for him to be able to access. Um, It's going to put more weight on Devon A-Chain and it's going to just make the running game even more important while at the same time potentially making it more difficult to be able to run the ball in that if teams are less worried about somebody like Anaya Smith being the the weapon down the field in the passing game or having to worry about how to defend against Anaya Smith They can devote more time, more resources, more numbers on the field to address and slow down Devon A-Chain in the running game. We'll talk a little bit more about the offense, but first, I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And these days, every potential new hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's so easy to create a job post on LinkedIn, then take and add that job post and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview. I know as a job candidate in the past, I've mentioned this before, I found several roles, several jobs through LinkedIn Jobs as a candidate, and those screening questions are an absolute game changer. And you know you want to finish the year strong 
And the right team member can be absolutely vital in helping you do that. And that's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. As we continue to talk about what this offense looks like without Anaya Smith in it, some of these targets that Anaya Smith has been getting in the intermediate areas of the field, especially in the inside and the middle of the field, some of that is going to have to shift to the tight end position. And that was actually, you know, one of the bright spots for the AM passing game on Saturday evening was Donovan Green, the young tight end, who caught three, was targeted three times, caught three balls, gained 50 yards, including 19 yards after the catch. His long of the, of the day was 26 yards. One, one of the biggest plays of the day for the AM offense was made by Donovan Green, the tight end. And he's going to have to continue to step up and fill in this role and fill in the void in the receiving game left by Anaya Smith. It's going to be a team effort for guys like you, Keith Brown, the wide receiver, the slot receiver, Donovan Green, the tight end, and then add in Evan Stewart and Chris Marshall. You're going to need Moose Muhammad to play better going forward than he played against Arkansas. There's opportunity here in the passing game with a veteran quarterback and a lot of young talent in the wide receiver core pass catching group, including the tight ends. Um, <clears throat> there's going to be opportunity here, but it's it's going to continue to be a struggle. I don't think you're going to see A&M start posting 350, 400-yard passing days on a regular basis. But if they can continue to play really good defense, if they can continue to get really great rushing days out of Devon A-Chain, I mean, if Devon A-Chain runs 19 times for 160 yards and a touchdown every week, it's it almost doesn't matter what you do in the passing game. If you do that well, um, do well enough in the other phases of the game that you're going to have a chance to win almost every game you play uh, because he's going to help you hold on to the ball. He's going to help you move the ball with consistency, all those sorts of things that A&M has been struggling to do so much so far this season. It's also going to put more more on the plate of Max Johnson, the quarterback, because of the fact that without Anaya Smith, the the ability to almost say, "Okay, we really need to convert this big third down." We're going to plug Anias in this role right here, and he's going to be the target. We're going to put him in the, we're going to put him flexed off the line of scrimmage, stacked behind a tight end or another receiver to give him a free release. And we know Anias is going to get open and he's going to catch the ball and he's going to make the play. When you take that out of this offense, you know that you're going to be missing out and it's going to put more pressure on Matt Johnson to be able to perform as the quarterback. Can Max Johnson step up to that? 
We'll have to see. But it does put some pressure on Max to be able to – he already took over for Haynes in a time when the team needed a, steady, a stabilizing force, a steadying force, and he's been that. And on top of that, he's been a playmaker. We'll talk a little bit more about that here in just a moment as well. When I read the stat line for Max Johnson against Arkansas, 11 for 21 for 151 yards, one touchdown, a long completion of 32 yards that we talked about earlier was the 32-yard catch and run by Anaya Smith that most of that play was Anaya Smith being Anaya Smith. And he also took three sacks. You look at that and you say, you know, that can't be that impressive of a day for the quarterback. But when you add that, the fact that he carried the ball 13 total times and outside of the sacks gained 62 yards on those rushes, including a long of 18 and then a, a long rush that was called back due to penalty. Some of those plays were, I don't want to say special. That might be a little bit of a stretch, but they were really, really vital, important plays for the quarterback to be able to make. Jimbo needed his quarterback to go out and get him a bucket, and his quarterback went out and got him a bucket. And some of it wasn't pretty. Some of it was a fadeaway throw to Evan Stewart in the end zone that comes up short, and Stewart comes back and makes the play. Some of them were really, really heady throws or escaping the pocket, spinning out of pressure, running for, you know, 18 yards. We're going to, we continue to have the quarterback conversation because we know A&M has a great running game. We know they have a great running back. They finally were able to get the ground game going. It took them a little while in the game to get it going. But, I mean, yes, Devon A-Chain had a 63-yard run. But outside of that 63-yard run, he still went 18 rushes for almost 100 yards. That's still over five yards of carry, even without the eight-yard the even without the 63-yard run that pushed his average to 8.4. So they had a really good day on the ground against a really good run defense. So we know they have a good running back. We know they have talented, young but talented wide receivers and tight ends, and we know they have a really good defense. The one thing that we need to see improvement in is just the overall efficiency and effectiveness of the passing game. And some of that comes down to Jimbo Fisher putting Max and his playmakers in position to succeed. Some of that comes down to Max and his playmakers making the plays that are there to be made. And without Anaya Smith, it just gets a little more difficult for everybody because of the fact that Anais has been so reliable and so dynamic and so impactful. The other impact that losing Anais Smith has that will go a little bit understated, and we won't spend a lot of time on it here, is the fact that Anais Smith has been your primary punt returner for four years. Somebody else is going to have to go back there and make the decisions 
when they're standing at the seven yard line about whether to fair catch a ball or let it go over their head and try to see if it's going to bounce in the end zone. They're going to have to make important decisions about whether to fair catch a ball or risk trying to return it. And that veteran presence, that calm back there is really important. We've seen A&M be involved in three, four muff punts at this point in the season, including one that Anias fumbled trying to return it. They recovered a fumble against Miami on a punt that really wound up being the difference in, in the game. They almost, It almost happened again against Arkansas, but somehow Arkansas managed to recover it. And that's a really important role that Anias has filled for several years that somebody else is going to have to step back there against Mississippi State, receive the punt, and handle the operation cleanly. And there's going to be some, some high heart rates the first time Mississippi State puts a punt in the air on Saturday afternoon. I guarantee you that. Guys, it's really unfortunate that AM has lost Anaya Smith for the season. As I said at the top of the show, the most unfortunate thing is for Anias and the injury and the recovery that he's going to deal with and all that kind of stuff. We wish him the absolute best in that. But it also is going to hurt AM as a football team in terms of what they're trying to accomplish and what they're trying to achieve on the offensive side of the ball. They definitely have some work to do there. We've got lots of work to do the rest of the week to get you guys ready for a big matchup against Mississippi State on Saturday. We will be back on Tuesday to do that. Thanks so much for joining us. You can find me on Twitter at Joey Ikes. You can find the show on Twitter at Locked On Aggies. You can find us on YouTube at Locked On Aggies as well. We're trying to do a push for 1,000 subscribers here in the next couple of weeks before we get to the Alabama game. Go over there, like the videos, comment the videos, so more people can see it. Subscribe to the channel. YouTube algorithm loves it and thinks more people need to see this video, and that's how we can grow this channel. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Check out, now that you've listened to us and made Locked On Aggies your first listen, make sure you check out Chris Gordy and Locked On SEC. It is the absolute best way to get all of your SEC updates in one place where you can stay up to date on everything going on across all the schools and even the schools that might be joining us here in a couple of years. Chris Gordy, all the local experts of Locked On, Locked On SEC, make that your second listen, and come check us out on Tuesday as we continue to look back at Arkansas and forward to Mississippi State.